this is the show off. It's the collab you didn't know you needed. The unholy union of two powerhouses of Australian media. Pedestrian and the Batuta Advocate. Taking a savage swipe at the week in entertainment news. Anything you've missed. And everything you give a shit about. I'm Josie Rosenberg-Clark, Head of Editorial at Pedestrian. I'm Effie Bayman, Lifestyle and Entertainment Reporter at the Batuta Advocate. And I'm Wendell Hussey, the Sports Reporter at the Batuta Advocate and the token bloke of this podcast. Now, today on the show-off, we are talking Jason Momoa working out in the nude, which apparently everyone's completely fine about and quite happy with. Robert Patterson is uh, the next sexy hunk to play a serial (laughs) killer, which is a little bit weird. Never say hunk again. Mm, Yeah, I know. I felt uncomfortable (laughs) saying it. Um, There are some serious issues around all these sexy serial killers that need to be discussed. We've got a new Hunger Games trailer as well, and the Met Gala has occurred and lots of people talking about that for all of you people in the world of entertainment and pop culture i know you love it you get very excited about it Mm. Uh, so we'll get into that but yeah that's what's coming up on the show off today so effie jrc let's get into it before we get into those stories we'll start off with obsessions josie rosenberg clark do you want to kick us off today yeah look i was all set to become you know up to date with the latest Mm. show succession which i finally started watching but it's not my obsession this week my obsession was watching the mighty gws giants Mm. beat the swans sydney swans yep maryvale swans yep by one point at the scg i nearly passed out on the man in front of me yeah i actually did that was an incredible game yeah in pretty average conditions yes 107 106 one point Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. what i really loved was the Giants, you know, I am biased, they are my team, but mm. their social media team are just like, fuck you. Like, they've given up trying to be like, hey, Swans, let's try and build the game in New South Wales. They're actually just upping the banter. So they um, made a video around the club where they asked GWS players to say one nice thing about the Swans. <laughs> and they just, like, <laughs> couldn't. Like, they're like, um, that's good. That's good chat. They wear red. Like, I think they're based in New South Wales. Someone's yep. like, you're only good as your last performance. We mm. got beaten by like 80 plus points the week before. Yep. They got pumped by the they cats. They did. And then day of, it was like game day, South mm. Melbourne versus GWS Giants. So some real banter. That's a fair sledge, isn't it? From the team that is like 10 years old, yes. sledging the <laughs> Swans for being South Melbourne. That's yep. an interesting play, but good on them. There's a big, yeah. big sound in the west of the town. Yeah, look, I'm just relieved it paid off because if they'd beaten us by 80 points, it would have been pretty embarrassing. Yeah, would have been tough. Always good to get a win over the little brother, and it was a momentous occasion for another Western Sydney sports team, the West Tigers. They also are based out of Concord and Balmain. They play a lot of games at Leichhardt Oval, but they are the West Tigers and they had their first win in 276 days on Saturday night. Wow. Yeah, they are my team, unfortunately. It's been Mm. a tough slog. Mm -hmm. Um, Things have gone downhill from when I first started watching them in the mid-2000s. But they got a win over the two-time defending premiers, the Penrith Panthers, in the rain out of Bathurst. Underdogs. Uh, Big-time underdogs. So it's pretty evident now that they're probably going to go on make finals they'll definitely make the top eight probably (laughs) make the top four 
and then really it's their premiership to lose, I think. So that's very, very exciting. The only downside of that is um, I've probably watched every single Tigers game since they last won one. I was at a wedding on Saturday night and didn't get to catch a single minute of oh the famous, no. famous victory. You didn't have the phone under the table? No, I didn't. I, I Look, I've been suffering through a lot of losses and I've had, you know, some tough Sunday afternoon losses. Yep. I've had Friday evening losses. <laughs> and I've just said, you know what? I'm not doing it today. I'm yep. at a wedding. My partner was working. It was like... Oh, did they win? I'm like, by one point in the last minute, Julian. Yeah, that's about out. as good a win as you <laughs> can get, like, isn't no. it? But yeah, so that's some some good news for Western Sydney sports teams. My obsession, I'm going to jump into it just quickly here. Mm-hmm. I am loving the new Matildas doco on Disney Plus, World at Our Feet. It mm. is awesome. It's really, really cool. So basically, it's just come in and it started portraying what's happening behind the scenes with the Matildas, which is the National Women's Australian Soccer Team. We've got a home World Cup here we share with New Zealand midway through the year, July and August. And basically, we brought in a new coach a couple of years ago. There was a big upheaval. There was a lot of controversy around it. There's been some tough results over the last little while. So this kind of follows the journey behind the scenes of all of the team coming together for different camps, playing at different clubs, you know, Mm. players in Sweden, Denmark, England, France. America players are all over the place but it kind of um, reveals all of their backgrounds and their stories and shows the kind of dynamic behind the scenes of the team and it's really really interesting it's it's really different to a lot of those kind of sporting docos you see just because it's not uh, I don't know what's kind of the way to describe it. it's not quite as commercial and it's not quite as big business as say all or nothing where you look at Tottenham and how just high like high flying every single thing is and high performance everything single thing is that's what they're obviously aiming to get towards but it's still just um a bunch of kind of relatable people going out there and chasing their dream and being so thankful for the opportunity to play sport professionally and play for their country professionally and all the different backgrounds that the team come from really enjoying the stories and really enjoying kind of the portrayal and if you've kept across the matilda's results over the last little while it makes for a pretty good storyline. So, yeah, loving it. That's really good. I would thoroughly recommend that. What's it on? Disney Plus. Disney Plus. Is it, it like well. Drive to Survive but female soccer? Yeah, yeah. Drive to Survive but female soccer okay, and probably it. like a few billions less <laughs> worth of investment <laughs> um, in the sport. It's just a different portrayal of professional sport. Like there's a lot of same-sex relationships in there as well and isn't something that we see quite a lot of. So I thought it was really interesting the girls talking about proposing to their partners, mm. their relationships, being open about that, discussions with their partners. That's not something you'd see, I would guess, in Drive to Survive <laughs> or All or Nothing mm. or The Test, the mm. hyper-masculine. <laughs> I just thought, yeah, the way they portrayed all the different dynamics and the team background and the inner workings and all that was really interesting and fascinating. So mm. you have an <laughs> I'm obsession? just zoning in you and out an of the sports um, <laughs> Yes. Speaking of sport that I actually would watch, mm. I <laughs> Men's Health, they've released a very unhinged uh, Jason Momoa gym video mm. and it includes a sneak peek into his fridge, which is just packed full of, you know, product placement, mm. things yeah. that I'm like, this man doesn't drink this shit till if he Isn't looks he his- like a water entrepreneur? He has like a water business. Does he? I'm sure he does. Oh. Well, I mean, that makes sense. He's Aquaman. Yeah. 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 Um, including my favorite scene. So there's all these product placements everywhere and there's a bit where he's naked mm. and he's riding around on a bike mm-hmm. and there's just this vodka bottle swinging <laughs> where his, his Johnson should be. Yeah. And yeah. That's that's what I watched today. And it oh, was nice. Very, so yeah. you're just watching a man <laughs> exercise naked 
cool. Yeah, yeah. No, I actually really wanted to see um, his workout routine and what he eats because yeah. I'm, I'm actually trying to bulk right now. What sort yeah. of exercises was he doing other than bike? Well, I'm glad he wasn't bells? naked doing that because kettlebells. I mm. mean, yeah. that's that would be um, a lots of. He was doing rock climbing like mm. that. Okay. If you've ever watched Ninja Warrior, that is something that yeah. I have watched. Yeah. The people who decimate everyone are the rock climbers. You got like the crossfitters. You got the muscle yeah. man. Rock climbers. They just sprint across the course like mm. it's nothing. They're spindly. Some naked yeah. deadlifts would be interesting. <laughs> uh, yeah. Maybe a naked bench press, depending upon what angle you get. What do you reckon is the worst exercise? Um, like when you do those, like you lie on the ground, you do a glute bridge. So you <laughs> come up <laughs> yeah. in the air and then spread your legs apart. Yeah. 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 It always, I'd still watch that. It looks yeah. so sus. Any like form of a glute bridge always looks so mm. sus at the gym. Like yeah. Like, oh, Especially yeah. when you like do them really fast. So you're just basically humping the air. Exactly. Again, I would watch Jason like, Momoa do that kind of genius marketing from them yeah i mean i i, I literally watched a three-minute product <laughs> placement video <laughs> just to see some ass <laughs> Sounds great. I'll definitely give that one a watch um, as soon as we finish <laughs> recording today. I did actually give you a recommendation from last week, a bit of a watch, uh, JRC, Slow Horses. Gary Oldman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I rate it. It was you good. I was, look, I was a little bit sus at the start. I was a bit like, oh, I don't know if this is just going to be too painful. I can't handle it. But it's, yeah, it's it's interesting. I got behind it um, yep. two episodes in and I'm on a roll now. I'll get through that, but that, I'm was, good. that was a good recommendation. I'm jealous you have so Thank much you. slow horses to watch because I'm now just banging for season three. Well, you've got mm. Succession. I do. Yeah. I'm very cool and down with the kids now. I'm watching yeah. Succession. Yeah. Also, last week, actually, we spoke about Greg Ferris. Um, we did. Glenn mm. Powell and his girlfriend, Gigi Paris, and the love triangle with Sydney Sweeney. Quick update on that. They're done and dusted. Oh, Greg so. and Glenn yeah, Powell. Yeah, so... Basically, just after we recorded, which was super helpful, um, she sent out a bit of a post on Instagram, Mm. you know, of her kind of, I think she was like walking along the beach. It was like... Onto you know onto someone that deserves me. That's right. Yeah. The street. Yeah. Onto the next. It was, onto like, it was the a next, thank you next moment. Or like onto someone that deserves me or some crap. It was pointed. Mm. Um, and then Glenn and Sydney didn't give a fuck and went to that kind of upfronts thing, CinemaCon. They went mm. to CinemaCon and they were just gazing at each other. Someone on my team at Pedestrian was like, I have never looked at anything <laughs> the way engaged Sydney Sweeney looks yeah. at Glenn Powell. She's like, hard eyes. She's mm. a hard eyes emoji. And then basically the next day after that, I believe her fiancé was seen packing bags into a car, including the dog bed. So... Unless he Uh-oh. travels with the dog. So he's taking the dog. He's taking the dog. Fuck. See, I don't feel bad about him as much cause, like, <laughs> because this, like, he's an older guy. Yes. Like, isn't he in his, like, 40s? Oof. Yeah. Potentially, and she's, mm. yeah. Love is love, Effie. Well. Mm. Well, yeah, maybe, uh, maybe not. Are you going to shade me and Gary Oldman when we get together? He's, mm. like, 65. That's true. That's true. I would never. <laughs> I would never. But I think, um, you know how I was saying last week i was like oh this has to be a pr thing yeah thinking about it it's actually it's not because that is it could potentially be a career ruiner yes be fine who knows who knows time will tell you know even just looking at her instagram comments at the moment it's all pretty Mm. harsh and Mm. you know back in the brangelina days Mm. you didn't have people able to 
directly comment and contact that person yes. when you do now. Yeah. So it's a lot harder to get away with shitty behavior. Yeah. Should we bring back the t-shirts? Team Sweeney, Team yes. Greg. Yes. Yes, we should. I think we should no, do Team it. Sydney, Team Paris, maybe? Oh, yeah. Because yeah. remember Paris and Nikki Hilton were Team Aniston, Team Jolie shirts? No, I don't. Oh, dear. They were yeah. on opposing sides. Yeah. Mm, God, okay. what a glorious time to be alive that was. <laughs> Also, since we're doing story updates, um, some news came in this week that mm. Super Mario Brothers, the movie that we talked about a few episodes ago. Yeah, it was a little while Because it back. was the highest grossing opening weekend of an animated movie ever. Yep. It's now the first movie this year to clock $1 billion at the box office. <laughs> um, Money talks, eh? Yeah. And I, I have since seen Super Mario. Mm. I yeah. I went to the movies. To see you it. rated it, didn't you? My excuse is I took my three-year-old, but really Julian and I wanted to see it. He's mm. a gamer, so he mm. was like frothing to see this yeah. movie. And I really thought it was fun. Like it's not going to win the Oscar for Best Picture. Yeah. But it was fun. And I think the people, you know, we talked about The Guardian and BBC giving it like one star yeah. or like D minus or whatever. I feel sorry for those reviewers because clearly their mum didn't let them have a Super Nintendo. Yeah, they weren't allowed to play games they as weren't. kids, were they? I mean, yeah, I feel like some of those reviewers sometimes are like cringing their way through a you know foreign language film. Yeah, they, they, they want a twelve-hour film with like subtitles, and they yeah. don't, you know, lots of everyone's depressed. Music, yeah, everyone's naked for Somebody no particular reason. Somebody masturbating in the bathtub for no reason. <laughs> oh my god, hey, this is ah. Oh. Hey, let's not throw too much shade at Erotic Tales on SBS. One of the greatest, <laughs> yeah, one of the greatest categories of all time. And I will say, SBS on demand, one of the greatest platforms. I love, I love a good subtitle really film, good, yeah. a nice foreign film. There's Do awesome you? films. Yeah, for sure. There's awesome movies from all over the world on SBS. It's awesome. Um, I watched a good Danish one the other day, um, The Last Drink, about all the teachers where they decide to um, basically have a blood alcohol level at a certain level all the time. So they just try and be drunk all the time I to be creative. That. Yeah, it's really cool. It's got Mads Mikkelsen in it. It's really oh, great. Mads. So I love doing all yeah, that. I'm in, I'm watching it. You know, there's some. T- I guess what we're saying is some reviewers get a bit hoity-toity yes, sometimes. Yes, they and do. there's nothing wrong with just a good, enjoyable yeah. Super Mario I don't movie. like the precedent that this sets mm. because – it's the principle of, okay, we're getting using an unoriginal idea. We're going to just throw some money at it and use something nostalgia that people already like. It's like, God damn it, if it works, they're just going to keep doing yeah. it and we're not going to get any original movies. This is true. It's like Harry That's Potter all over point. again. Yes, exactly. First up in our top stories today, we're going to save all the Met Gala goss for the end. We've got yet another hot guy playing a serial killer, a hunk, <laughs> I believe you girls describe him as. Never. Robert Patterson, the guy from Twilight. <laughs> What's going on? Okay, What's he's going on hot, here? but I would never call him a hunk. A hunk yeah. is Jason Momoa. Yeah, a hunk Literally is like a, hunk of, a chunk of something. Yeah, a like chunk of so- muscle <laughs> chunk on of an exercise bike. Yeah, he's is more of a hunk. Is hunk actually quite sexist, i.e. referring to a man as a piece of meat? Oh, like a hunk of meat. I don't know. Ooh, I don't know. Just a thought for take. you. Yeah. If I referred to a woman as a nice slither, a nice slither <laughs> of meat, you know what I'm saying? Like a what? A nice, um, finely, finely sliced bit of cured uh, prosciutto. <laughs> Thoughts? I think or is I that fine? Like a nice that. sliver. Like yeah. Sliver. Because yeah. prosciutto is like salty and classy. Exactly. And okay. you know, it costs a lot of money. Yeah. Maybe if you're like my sexy little salami. 
<laughs> mortadella, <laughs> the olive mm. version. Oh, mortadella. Yeah, that's, mm. that's what yeah, I want to be. You want to be mortadella? Yeah. Okay. That's, yeah, that's, that's, no that's nice. That's hot. I'd go yeah, with that. Cool. All right, well, glad we cleared that up. But Robert Patterson <laughs> is playing a serial killer. Can you please mm. explain what's happening here? Effie Bateman. Okay, so I'm just going to start by saying he's not playing a real serial mm. killer. We definitely so, clickbaited that. Yeah. You did, and I was so annoyed. Oh, really? I was like, actually, no, you sent it to me, and you're like, oh, Effie, serial killer, you were right. And I clicked on it, and I'm like, oh, You're like, he's trick. Ivan Milat. Click. <laughs> he's not. He's fictional. He's fictional. And I believe fictional serial killers, it's fine. You, that's a, a go mm. territory. But just don't make them hot if they're real. Yes. Yeah. So. Oh, so it's okay that he's not real. Yes. That he's not it's not based on an actual person. Yeah. I still think it's going to be confusing sexually. <laughs> I think, like, am I fair in saying that the majority of people I know who watch and love the serial killer shit mm. or the person in the household putting the serial killer shit on mm. is for males, right? Mm. Isn't it? So why like, why do you guys want to see these hotties? No, it's – I've actually – I've explored this before. Um, I bet you have. <laughs> uh, no, like I think an interest is that women spend so much of their life living in fear and we develop this morbid curiosity into – it's almost like watching these crime shows – uh, arms us with tips or things to look out for. Mm. And I think there's just something, a weird crossover in the brain where it's like scary, also, mm. <laughs> like the real concept mm. of a serial killer is scary, mm-hmm. but the fake concept where he's really hot and he doesn't exist is kind of. Mm. But what about if he's hot and he does exist, like Ted Bundy? Mm. See, he wasn't hot to me. Well, Zac Efron wasn't hot to you. <laughs> no, Zac Efron was, but yeah. real Ted Bundy had a fucking monobrow. He did have a monobrow, but it was also like the 70s and 80s, so everyone That's did. True. I think the whole thing with Ted Bundy was he wasn't your textbook idea of a serial killer. Mm. He was super charming. He was outgoing. He'd ask women for help because he had a broken arm, in inverted commas, and that's how he'd victimise them. Yeah, exactly. So maybe it's good that Netflix is exploring the spectrum of serial killers. Yes, they can Mm. wear those creepy metal glasses that Gary Oldman wears in Slow Horses, Mm. or they can look like Robert Pattinson, who's a hunk. We know he's a hunk. A hunk, eh? <laughs> but what's yeah. this movie even about? Like, what kind of serial killer is he? So, the movie is a black comedy and it's starring Robert Patterson and Robert Downey Jr. So, double up Roberts. Yep. Dub Robs. Dub perhaps, Robs. If you want to want to give them a fun Robert little Robert Square. Nickname. Robert no. Square. No. <laughs> we'll let that one go. Um, and it also features Forrest Whitaker and Amy Adams. Uh, but the plot of the movie revolves around Robert Patterson, who is a serial killer. And he teams up with a lobbyist, Amy Adams, to change laws that will help him get away with murder. So Fun is in cahoots with Amy. Mm -hmm. But then you've got Robert Downey Jr. who is, and this is one of my favourite tropes, retired cop. Oh, love retired cop. And he's on their tail and he wants to catch them. I I like the sound of it. I actually really, I will watch this Mm. for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely better than him playing some ugly freak real life serial killer (laughs) and trying to unhunk himself with like a side part or something we have another murder related segment today murdery yes we love murder Mm. yeah we're all murderers we are 
but just cute ones. I just murder schooners. That's all I do. <laughs> Only murders in the building. I know you guys don't watch it. No. It's on Disney+. Plus. It's one of their breakout hits, I would say. It I'd was, like to watch it. You would love it. I actually think you mm. would because it, it kind of touches on what you were just saying about this whole, you know, women, but also just kind of people are obsessed with true crime, true crime podcasts. So the premise of the show is there's this old apartment building in New York. Someone gets murdered and three residents team up to make a podcast about it and the podcast goes off and they're like trying to solve the murder as they're recording the podcast and they kind of become wrapped up in the crime Mm. it's very funny it's steve martin martin short and selena gomez so it's a bit of a like weird pairing not a combo i ever expected (laughs) to happen steve martin and selena gomez yeah but but it's really great um the characters are all fab and basically steve martin and martin short are doing a comedy tour at the moment they're on stage in florida and steve martin just being kind of like my dad in that he's like a bit kind of scatterbrained. Yeah, my dad's like mid-70s. You know, they just say rogue things and Mm. they just don't give a fuck anymore. Yeah. He just like dropped the release date, which (laughs) we've all been hanging out for because this season's going to have Paul Rudd and Meryl (gasps) Streep in it. So it's like big time. Meryl. Yes. fair cast for a TV show, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, And he was on stage and he just went rogue and said it's coming August 8th on Disney+. Plus. I'm so excited. Mm. And it's one of those shows that drops week by week. So you're like. Yeah, you have to hang out for it. You Which can't I just love. Oh, it's I'm so, so old I'm so I need that. Yeah. I need that. I like having my Monday show, my Tuesday show. Mm. It feels like being a kid and hanging out for like the next episode of Friends. Yeah. Or 100%. Sex in the City on the TV in my room that mum didn't know I was watching. Um, mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's like, I mean, if you spend any time with me at the RSL club, um, I'm not great with self-control. So to have a show that drops <laughs> weekly and that I can't just binge in one go and plough through. Yeah. um, We're used to instant gratification. Yeah. This forces us to, you know, have some patience. Yeah. Mm. I like it. Okay. August 8th. I um, actually will keep an eye out for that. I don't mind bit of uh bit of steve martin and i'm curious about that combo with it works uh, it somehow works Mm. Mm. now you want to run us through the hunger games prequel effie yes tapping into that thing of doing the (laughs) no original storyline so as i was saying before and it's probably going to be just a constant complaint during Mm. our podcast series (laughs) they have released a trailer for the prequel Mm -hmm. of the hunger games so again not very original content Am I going to watch it? Yes, I will. Absolutely. And um, basically, it's set, I believe, 64 years before the first Hunger Games movie. Mm-hmm. And it follows Carolina Snow, who is President Snow in the Hunger Games movie. It's called The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Focuses on young Carolina Snow um, before he became the president of the Hunger Games. And at age 18, he's chosen to be a mentor for this character called Lucy Gray Bard, during the 10th Hunger Games. And what I got from the trailer is it's a bit of a villain origin story. Mm. I will say our headline was, is Snow hot now? <laughs> he was. He, he was, yeah. was hot. They've cast like a twink. Yes. Which is fine by me, mm. but he's literally shirtless in the trailer. I'm like, mm. I know what you guys are going for. He's giving- He looks like... Malfoy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't think Wendell knows who Malfoy is, but that doesn't matter. I'm peripherally aware it's of not Malfoy. For you. Yeah, no, no. It's not, not my kind of content. <laughs> it's for the it's for the TikTok screen yeah. grabs. They know. Yeah. They Thirsty know. gals, come and watch this prequel no one asked for. Yeah. 
Um, because he's Donald Sutherland in the original movie. Speaking of men that are vaguely remind me of my dad. White hair, kind of fuddy-duddy. And now he's like got his top off. He's like running around. It was a good trailer though. Mm. I was like, I didn't ask for this, but I'll buy it. Mm. Yes. And that's the thing. They know that. Yeah. They know that. Viola Davis is in it. Oh, I was going to say. Whatever she does. Yes. Anything she is in. Yeah. I will 100%. She just commands a trailer. Like, I don't even know what she was saying. But I was hooked Her every word. Was yeah, there. <laughs> <laughs> I will go and see this movie, Viola. I will. When is this out, by the way? This movie, seventeenth of November, gold All class right. date. Yes, let's do yes, it, please. Oh yeah, that's a while away. Well, enjoy your gold class dates. Um, <laughs> I do have something on that day, I believe. <laughs> it's all right. I, They're like pairs of seats anyway. Oh no, so yeah, no, it's cool. Sorry, we can't share it's, a like table. I told my auntie I'd get coffee there ages yeah. ago, so cool. like that yeah. day, I can't really move that. Yeah. But anyway. Top story of the week, Met Gala. Mm. It's happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know both of you have some quite strong feelings about it. I think it's worth letting listeners know we're late on a Tuesday afternoon recording this. So there mm. may be developments between now and the time uh, you're listening to this. Imagine if there was just like this tragedy where like everyone got poisoned. <laughs> and we're just like, oh my God, how good did Jared Leto look? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, okay, wow, really insane. He would wow, guys. poisoning everyone. 500 people died at the Met yeah. Gala. What are you saying? Um, I will say you're a sports nut. Yep. People say this is like, this is like Celebrity Super Bowl or whatever. I actually okay. don't love the Met Gala. I'm just, I think I'm just a jaded journalist and it happens in our office where like, the writers will obviously be like live streaming mm. and looking at the looks as soon as people arrive on the red carpet. Or oh, this year it was like a white carpet with blue stripes. Mm. But then like the other teams, because that's not their job to be monitoring the news, they're out selling ads. It'll, they will come to the looks so late. Like I literally heard someone five hours later be like, oh, my God, you can see his knees. And I'm like, yep, they've just caught up with Pedro Pascal's <laughs> outfit, yeah. guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so it's just, oh, I kind of wish I was working from home today because I'm just getting all these stale reactions from people yeah, on the other like, side I of the room. You're like, I knew about that two hours ago. I'm like, oh, Pedro Pascal's knees. I've already gone to the bathroom and looked at photos of those, okay? I don't so need to talk about it now. Are you a knee person? I'm a thigh person. Okay. That's actually how I got into AFL. Um, that's a whole other story. Hey, that makes sense. AFL, please. They don't have that good thighs. Mm. You want thighs? It's rugby. You want to see a front rower, mate. They're you want to big. see a 125 kilo, five foot <laughs> ten guy thigh. packing down. That's thigh. That's <laughs> thick, wobbly thigh. Now that's, that's a powerful that's a thigh. real slither. That's a thigh that can get behind a Kia Cerato by itself. <laughs> <laughs> untap the brakes, the handbrakes off, and just push it up a hill. That's thighs. Mm. Doesn't it cost like fifty grand? Yes, a ticket. Yes, and you you have to get invited as well. You can't just pay fifty grand. Mm. What were the big takeaways? What are the big storylines so far? Well, the th- every year there's a theme. Yep. This year's theme it was controversial when this was announced last year, I believe. Um, it's Karl Lagerfeld, a line of beauty. Mm. Is that it? Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, Karl Lagerfeld was a designer. He Famously designed for, for Chanel, but he designed for a lot of fashion houses over his career. But he was also just a bit of a fuckwit. Bigoted, fat phobic. He did say this hilarious thing once about short men. <laughs> <laughs> and how short men are always going to be angry and try and kill you. Which, like, I think Carl's right there. We'll, um, give, we'll give him that We'll one. back him on that one. He had has this really famous cat who's still alive, has her, his 
Is she pet? She pet. A boy or a girl? Yeah. Uh, I believe it was a gal. I have no idea, but the cat has its own manager. (laughs) Like This cat is huge. But anyway, people were a little taken aback by that theme Mm. because they didn't think they should be getting behind someone who was really outspoken he, and he problematic. died years ago as well yeah like <laughs> uh, like if you're gonna celebrate someone yeah. like vivian westwood died in december last yes. year surely oh, like that would have been a great that would have been amazing yeah. and by the way chanel is boring it's yeah. so boring yeah. it's literally every dress is white or black it's fucking boring yeah everything's kind of gorgeous like everyone was just gonna look Just classic stuff (laughs) like, you know, your rich auntie would wear. Mm, It's mm -hmm. boring. Yeah. But a few people, and it was funny because we had our morning meeting to decide the topics we're talking about today. And we were like bemoaning this theme. We're like, no one's going to have fun. There's no space to have fun. Mm. Walk back to my desk and Jared Leto is in a full fucking cat suit. A fursuit. Furries around the world shaking. We're just, just, they were having the best They're time. shaking right now. Doja Cat as well, dresses as a cat mm-hmm. in these nods to a shoe pet, which mm. I loved. I was like, you know, have some fun. Because you know Anna Wintour was just like, stop all the fun outfits. Stop the celebrities acting like it's Halloween. Like, I hate Jared Leto, <laughs> but I was like... Yes. Yeah, all right. And Good remember when he brought his head that year? He, so like he, he always, kills, he yeah, kills he Megala. Does. He yeah. really does. Yeah, so he nailed it. Yeah. And As a giant pussy. Yeah, giant pussy. <laughs> <laughs> he gave me faith in the theme. Yeah. Yeah, and so did Pedro Pascal in his shorts. But no, I know you don't no, agree. No, that was – I think you only – because you love Pedro and you love exposed – Leg Male flesh. Thighs. Yeah. It was an awful outfit. It was like a upside down mullet. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't look super comfortable either. He didn't. Like I just he wasn't. I think he could have done better. Yeah. It's also like he's tried really hard to look like that with the fucking the jacket and the shorts and and the boots, but it, it just ends up looking cringe, I reckon. Yeah. Like he's just tried too hard, right? Like yeah, shorts is like low key. You wear yeah. shorts because you're relaxed, you're casual. Then wear something some relaxed on. and casual. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> some wear a ball hugging stubbies. Wear a Hawaiian shirt. Do something that's like mm. going to actually make a statement. By Borrow some just- shorts from the West Tigers, but like 1980s West Tigers. Yeah. So they're right up the bum. Yeah. Get some stubbies. Yeah. Um, yeah, that to maybe me, next year. If, yeah, that could be a good theme, it, actually. NRL, or just like um, eighties <laughs> Australian, yeah, trading icons. stuff. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and what else happened? Kim Kardashian brought her daughter southeast. Yeah, that's the one. Southeast. Northwest. Northwest, right. So opposite directions. have to directions. lower, like there's an age limit and they're like, oh, we'll let, we'll yeah. let her in. We'll she fine. just can't have any champagne. So yeah. she's nine, right? She's nine. Um, someone on the pedestrian team said, when I was nine, I was in my horse girl era. She's in her Met Gala era with like a crying emoji. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's got to do something to your brain as a nine-year-old, right? Being in that environment with all those sorts of people that's got that formatively that has to wig you out and do yeah things to you i don't know forward. did she actually attend i feel like i then saw a lot of pics of kim by herself i think she just like walked for a second on the red carpet with north and then just shoved her in a cab with the nanny and said Probably. all right fuck off it's mum's moment yeah. <laughs> go and watch some bluey on the ipad yeah go away um Fair kim enough. was throwing back to the playboy outfit with all the um Pearls strategically mm. placed over her boobies. Yep. Mm-hmm. Wendell's probably familiar with the infamous Playboy look. <laughs> You're doing amazing, sweetie. I just, yep. I just love painting Wendell as this <laughs> sex pest. <best. laughs> 
<laughs> when it's actually thing. us. <laughs> yeah, I know. You tie me with your brushes, honestly. <clears throat> so there was a nod to that in her outfit. Um, Rihanna always shuts it down. Mm-hmm. Mm. She had this bizarre kind of, I don't know, she looked like she was in a cocoon of roses. And then she pulled, like, the hood back. She was there with ASAP Rocky. She pulled the hood back Mm. and then she looked stunning. Huge train. Like, Rihanna's train. She she does really good trains. Yeah, it's always the length of Manhattan, Mm. um, which is amazing. And it was once again. Did you see the video of ASAP Rocky? It's really – he's an asshole, okay? He's – there's a crowd there and there's a fence and he goes to, like, jump over the fence to get in. But he, like, grabs hold of this – girl and he just Northwest. uses her just this <laughs> random girl to like bunny hop off and she's pl- she's like oh like this grown man is just mm. using her as a ledge and then hops over i don't know she should be so lucky that's i mean she's probably rocky. never going to wash her shoulder again <laughs> that like, he's dislocated <laughs> she won't get it fixed she'll no, just she'll walk just around like, the arm <laughs> flopping around for the rest of her life asap rocky did this there was a couple of pregnancy reveals too yes which i felt a bit awkward because i feel like Maybe they all thought they were going to be the big talking point. And then well, three of them st- did it. They were trying to do what Rihanna did at the Super Bowl. Yeah. And they're like, okay, mm. this is how we get the attention out at the Met Gala. Because yeah. everybody's trying to get, you know. So they And they was like, oh, shit. Other people thought of this. Other people. So Serena Williams having her second child. Nice. Um, but I don't know. Her dress kind of covered up her bump. I think she kind of just told people as an afterthought. Whereas Carly Kloss the models again having a second child hers was super tight like it was real like here's my bump and she told reporters that she'd been walking around in like big coats to like hide it to come out to come out she should just like just have it and then have like her sonogram just plastered yeah like if you didn't realize danny ricardo was there as well he was um how dare daniel ricardo not take me (laughs) like he's my boyfriend so so that was rude Mm. there's a pic of him staring at Anne Hathaway I mean understandable (laughs) and the caption is same Danny because she looked amazing yeah fair enough yeah um he had a lovely smile in that photo too I noticed that looking very happy yeah just looked happy generally actually which is good to see happy guy yeah yeah another controversial thing that Karl Lagerfeld said in his life was like don't wear pink he hated the colour pink. Mm. So a couple of tweets are going around noticing some celebs, especially some of the plus size celebs, because again, he hated fat people yeah. wearing pink. And people are seeing it as a bit of a FU to Carl because they're wearing the exact colour that he hated yeah, at a nice. night dedicated to him. Mm. What do you guys think? Yeah, fair. that has to be that has to be a, that like, has to be a stab. Surely a bigger fuck you would just be not turning up. Mm. Right? Yeah, but then nobody's going to notice, are they? That's nobody's true. Nobody's going to write a story about who didn't turn That's up. That's true. I think it's just too much of a subtle sledge. Yeah. Like, mm. if you turned up with, like, maybe, like, fuck Carl. Yeah. Well, That's Lily Collins had Carl on the back of her train. Mm. She could have just had, like, fuck. Yeah. Carl. Or maybe just, like, that. a some fingers. Yeah. yeah. I just want to read Eating out. Eating a burger on the cup. Bang that a quote. It. I just want to read out a banger quote from um, Mr. Lagerfeld, who apparently sent flowers to the International Monetary Fund chief, Dominic Strauss-Kahn, who was accused of sexual assault a little while back. Um, And Lagerfeld sent him flowers and said, he's really charming, he's fun, he's great, he's a sweet guy, as long as you're not a woman. (laughs) Which is, uh, I think that kind of says it all. He also had something about, I remember him saying something about... um, 
if you don't want to get your pants pulled down, don't become a model or don't go into the world of modeling. Yeah. Which is <sighs> fairly scat too. Yeah. It's just I feel the like peak. The theme mm. of this podcast is like grey haired men just going rogue and saying whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. Steve Martin, Carl Lagerfeld. Yeah. I preferred Mugger 2 in Zoolander. <laughs> Mugger 2, it's Mugatu. Sorry. Mugatu. Fiends? Oh my God. Mugger yeah, 2. Oh, that's embarrassing. I can't believe I just said that. Up. Please, can we keep that? That's where we wrap up the show. Shame, shame, That's the end Wendell. Of the show. Oh my god! All right. Um, thank you very much for joining us this week in entertainment. It's been a pleasure to have your company. Join us again next week on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're having a coffee, make sure to have a mug or two. Rip, Wendell. <laughs>